Hi everyone and welcome to episode 6 of your social media journey. Today I have a very special episode for you. It's my first interview. I have with me today Jess Freeman of Jess Creatives. Jess is an accomplished web designer with a beautiful design aesthetic. Her work is just stunning and draws you in. The reason I wanted to interview Jess is because she uses social media super effectively to market her business. I first found out about her on YouTube where she has more than 300 videos on web design DIY. And then I followed her from there to Instagram, sent her a DM, and here we are. In her own words, she gets more than half her business, that's half her business from social media. So she is doing something right. Let's find out. I will leave all the details about Jess and her business in the show notes. For now, let's dive into the interview. Hi Jess, thank you so much for being here. Of course, I'm so glad you asked me to be on the show. I'm excited. Oh, of course, because I found you on YouTube. And yes. it's because of you that I now have a podcast and a website. So who better to start off my interview with? <laughs> and and you know, I that that would be my first dream interview because it was because of Jess that I literally have a podcast. So I don't think that can be any better. So I'll just dive into what you do and what um online presence you have that I have seen so far and maybe perhaps you could uh talk a little bit about it so you are a web designer yes yes and you make content about web design and your business i do i do so, so i have a podcast myself and then i also have a youtube channel as you know mm-hmm. and um i am a web designer i primarily work with service based business owners right. and uh i build websites design logos design pdfs i mean most of my work is just websites but i do a little bit of other design um and i'm on instagram and pinterest and facebook and pretty much every platform i feel like <laughs> um but i always tell people i most active and most enjoy youtube and instagram okay um, especially youtube i love youtube so when did you start your youtube channel i started it 3 years ago i've only been on youtube for 3 years it feels a lot longer but in 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 a good way in a good way um but yeah i started it uh just because i wanted to start standing out i wanted i felt like i was a nobody in my market mm-hmm. in my industry mm-hmm. uh because there are a million web designers out there of course and people who dabble in web design and all this kind of stuff and i was like i feel like i'm just getting lost in the crowd mm-hmm. and no one's asking me to be on their podcast and you know i just even though i had clients i was like i i want to build more of an audience mm-hmm. and be able to be on podcasts and that kind of stuff and so i was like video content is king that's what everyone's telling me and so i started it um and it was very awkward at first <laughs> so those first few few videos are really really rough <laughs> but now um hopefully i'm a lot better i think i am <laughs> oh no they they are yes. fantastic as i said like i was so inspired so so you were on youtube before you were on any other social media channels as a business that is no no i was on I was on everything. YouTube was probably the last platform that I oh, okay. that I joined. Okay. Yeah. Right. I've been on Instagram since before. It was like back when it was yes. not even business oriented. Yes. Yes. Um, but those days. Yeah. <laughs> they were good. They were good. <laughs> I know. Everyone had the cool filters and the frames yeah. and 
hashtags weren't really much of a thing. Yeah, that was, I was on Instagram way back then. But I would say YouTube was one of the platforms that I first, it wasn't the first, but it was one that I really dove like heavy into fully business focused. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Like Instagram, when I was on it, like I said, it was totally personal Mm -hmm. and slowly over time, I turned it into more business. Now it's like fully business with an occasional dog post. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that one, YouTube, I went into like, this is not at all personal. I'm not doing like vlogs of my vacations or anything like this is fully educational content. Fantastic. So at the moment, having been on YouTube for three years and a little bit longer on other channels, so I'm assuming you're on Facebook as well, because I I know your Instagram channel. How much business do you get from your social media channels as opposed to people finding you on Google? Um, I actually know for a fact that over 50% of my leads come from social media. And I kind of include YouTube in that social media Um, I, cause I always ask when people fill out my inquiry form to have me do their website or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they're interested in, I say, how did you find me? Right. And so people are always like, oh, you know, either this person referred you, I found you on Google, Instagram, you know, whatever. And I just did the data a few months ago and in the last year, actually two years, over 50% are from social wow. media. So. so that's incredible. So that's, uh, if, even if we just go back three years, so it took you a year of work, but now half your work is coming from social media. That's fantastic. So yeah. do you, um, so ha- tell us a little bit about how you plan your content and yeah. um, specifically, let's talk about the simple stuff first. So let's talk about Instagram. Mm-hmm. So do you content plan at the moment? Do you schedule, like, do you use scheduling apps and, and how do you do that? I am a rare bird and like, I do not plan my Instagram. I feel like everyone else plans their Instagram. Um, but I do not. Now I do know like, okay, every Tuesday I'm going to like share my podcast. Um, and I do usually, it's not like a strict kind of policy that I follow, but I do try and make the Instagram posts for that week somehow relate to whatever my podcast or video was about that week. Right. Not not so much that I'm going to like keep pushing them to the video or the podcast episode, but just so like this week I might all be talking about, you know, Pinterest or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that again, that's not like a hard and fast rule, but it just in my brain makes it a little bit easier. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if I already did this podcast about this thing, mm-hmm. maybe I can pull one bullet point out of that episode and make Mm -hmm. that an Instagram post. So you don't use scheduling apps. Uh, What do you do when you're on holiday? So do you continue to post content when you're on holiday? Again, we're just sticking to Instagram at the moment. Um, I will do Instagram stories usually like of my trip just because I approach Instagram. Yes, I am posting like very educational content most of the time Mm -hmm. or um, maybe not literally how-to content, but like, here's something I learned this week in business, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm also wanting to connect with people. And I think the best way for 
me to do that and really a lot of other people is to share real life mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like I have to share every time I eat something like here's a picture of my food oh, and yes <laughs> you know, but I think people really enjoy seeing like who is this person behind the brand behind the logo mm-hmm. and so I do share um really just on my Instagram stories usually like oh you know we're headed to wherever mm-hmm. um and then it just depends. I may post like one actual um, post on Instagram, like on mm-hmm. my feed. Mm-hmm. But if I do, it's not education. It's like I'm talking about how great it is to have a break from business, even though I love what I do. Like it always, it never fails. I feel like every time I go on vacation, I'm like, I love what I do, but it's also nice to like take some time off, you know, spend time with my husband or whoever we're seeing, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and so I just always want to remind people like our life does not have to revolve around business. Yes. So, so really, um, yeah, I kind of take a break from, I don't really engage that much cause I'm trying to enjoy my vacation. So I don't want to be just scrolling through Instagram, but I will share kind of little bits and pieces of my trip. Oh, cool. Okay. And just while we're on the subject of sharing, um, personal lives, where do you draw the line? So, um, so I've seen your Instagram feed is beautiful and it gives a really warm feeling about who you are as a person and, you know, what you do. And it's, there's a very distinct style to it. And there's a, there's a very clear idea of what you will do. So mm-hmm. you, you, do you remember those really annoying eBay? You're probably too young to remember that. But when Hotmail first started... And every single pop-up advertisement was for eBay. And I'm talking 1990-something. <laughs> like, I'm talking 1996. Okay, 1997 maybe. Um, but in the early days, the pop-up advertisements would, would be really garish. Um, mm. And, you know, neon colors and um, pixelated images. Yes. So on your Instagram feed, it doesn't look like this woman will do something like that. You know, it looks right. like you have a particular design aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, your pictures, your own pictures, who takes those? Are those professionally done or is it someone you know who does them for you? Uh, how, how do you plan that? So I have a mix of photos that I post. Some mm-hmm. are professional photos. I've had like a brand photographer come do a photo shoot in my office. Um, sometimes I just take the photos myself, like either on my phone or my camera, because I have a nice DSLR for mm-hmm. my YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like I will post like desk photos and stuff. Sometimes those are ones I've taken sometimes they are free stock photos oh okay. like from, I was just going to come to that just wondering yeah. if you do use stock photography yeah um it's and it's all it's not I know a lot of people when they think stock photography they think of the really like cliche like why would anyone even use this kind of no these are um unsplash.com that's where I get almost all of my stock photos it's totally free they have such a huge variety of photos um and so I kind of just do a mix of that and I don't have any certain like aesthetic I mean I do have like a like I want everything to be kind of white and bright mm-hmm. um but if you I mean if you scroll back in my feed uh to probably like last year maybe 2017 even I for a while was really 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 strict about what I posted and it was like everything was super white 
and like almost too white, like too blown out, um, too bright of a photo. And it was just very particular. And slowly I've kind of gotten away from that. I think people care less about having a pretty, like following a pretty feed and care more about like, what are you posting? Now, if I'm like clicking over to someone and I'm like, why are you sharing grainy photos <laughs> like that look like you've <laughs> taken them in your basement with no light, lights on you know like then I'm like yeah I don't really want to see those but I do try to kind of stick to a certain aesthetic without being too strict if that makes so sense. So I know there's loads of people who would literally sell filters on Lightroom or Canva mm-hmm. um, so you're not a subscriber to that school of thought where you're no. No, I, and I, I mean, I totally get it because I mean, I'm a designer, so I love good looking things and consistency. Like that's something I preach all the time is like, be consistent with what fonts you use, be consistent with the colors of your brand. Um, And so that's important. And that is kind of what I follow in my social media images and graphics. Like I want it to be consistent, but not to the point where I'm like, Every, like I've followed people before where every single photo has like a a purple filter on it or something. Oh, you know, it's boring after it after a while, doesn't it? Like I don't need every photo to be purple. Like yes, <laughs> not just like oh, there's purple things in it or or whatever color you know they've chosen. It's like the entire thing is just like a purple overlay on the photo, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't. I think that's, that's going a little bit far. I just so. wonder if they spend a lot of time doing that as well, because mm-hmm. some sometimes, um, yeah, those things take time. Like if you're literally putting a purple overlay on everything, then that <laughs> is a few minutes yes. of your life that you're doing that to every single picture. So at the moment, what are the what are the favorite apps that you use your, on your phone? Uh, I love using um, it's called Afterlight. Uh-huh. It's uh, like a very simplistic uh I don't want to compare it to Photoshop, but I mean, it basically is. Yes. You can do, you know, basic kind of brightness, contrast, things like that. Um, the other one I like is Snapseed. Yes. That one is really like Photoshop light. <laughs> like Snapseed. there's, there are a lot yeah. of, a lot more advanced functionality. Yeah. And then Unfold is one that I use occasionally in my Instagram stories. It kind of has some frames and layouts to like, so you can create galleries or like collages for your Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I occasionally do that, but not too often, um, just cause I want my Instagram stories to feel more authentic and just mm-hmm. behind the scenes and not so curated, if that makes so- sense. No, oh, no, absolutely. And do you ever worry about not having content to share? Because that's one of the questions that I get in DMs all the time that uh, just literally today I was speaking to someone, I say speaking, I just just by DM and she said that she, she'd heard my uh, uh, one of my podcasts and I spoke about content creation. Mm-hmm. But then uh, in another podcast, I spoke about informative and educational content. And mm-hmm. she said, well, that's well and good. But sometimes I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs and I don't know what to do. So mm-hmm. what she ended up doing was uh, was putting different pictures of the same product multiple times in a week. So if it's a cake, then there's the side picture and there's the top picture and there's the angular picture. Mm-hmm. So there's three pictures of the same cake. And 
so when I went to her feed, it it looked well, you know, uh, as if well, it's the same cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So does that ever happen to you when you run out of ideas for content or? Do you think your business keeps you giving content enough to to share? Um, I will say that, honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to post for my picture. Like, I have the caption, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to post for the picture. Because, again, like, I don't have, like, strict rules about what I, you know, it has to be. But I do want it to be still kind of light and bright. And I'm like, well, how many times can I post like find different like interesting photos of laptops or desk photos or or whatever. Um, So sometimes I struggle with that, but I don't struggle with like what to post in terms of like actual content, like the caption. Yeah. I think because I, again, have a mix of, I want to be educational and helpful to other business owners, but I also want them to connect with me. Mm -hmm. And so I've recently really been starting to, Um, share just like personal lessons Mm -hmm. or experiences and kind of tied that into business. Like, you know, if we, I remember I posted um, one that got a lot of engagement and I was talking about how I was helping our foster daughter ride her bike. Mm -hmm. And when she was riding, she would like look left and look right and look down and look up and she kept crashing. And I was like, you have to stay focused and look straight ahead And so then I posted about how in business we have to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. We can't be looking at what everyone else is doing or what about this thing and what about that course and what about what if I did that? Like, no, stay focused on the goal. (laughs) And so so just by and I mean, that's basically what my my Instagram caption was what I just said and it resonated with so many people and they were like oh my gosh and and I didn't share a picture of like the bicycle or anything like I honestly don't even know what I shared for the picture uh that's fantastic that people were actually reading your caption because Uh you'd assume that you'd have to have a little girl's uh on a bike for for that picture but you didn't have that picture but actually no. we're using your captions because that's the other question that everyone asks me is writing captions mm-hmm. writing thoughtful long not just long but thoughtful captions um which again is something that people will struggle with so how do you do that do you literally say i'm going to write it exactly how i speak or do you think that ah, i'm going to i'm going to write it as i would write with a pen and paper and put some thought into it how how do your captions come about I am more of the I write how I speak type because, again, I want it to feel authentic and personal. And so I will type. And it's kind of funny now that I'm like thinking about when I write my captions, I kind of like sit there and edit myself because I'll be like, you know, <laughs> and and say certain thing. And I'm like, that'll that'll sound weird if people are reading that. Um, but I don't worry about like I know some people that I follow on Instagram, their caption like can't even fit on my entire phone screen and I'm like no no I I'm not even reading that so I but I'm also not like a two-word caption kind of person either so I usually am like two paragraphs like it needs to fit on the screen and and still have space (laughs) and do you worry about formatting your captions um or or do you plan the formatting because I've recently started doing that um that on my own accounts, I've started putting the hashtags in the first comment. Mm. So I resisted that for years, for years. And 
I've just started doing that and I've, I, I'm, I am tracking it to see if that there's any difference. I don't think there'll be any difference as a result of that. I, so far, I don't see any difference. It just looks better. Yes. How, do you, how do you do it? Do you put it in the first comment or do you um, I, put it? I put it in the first comment. Um, just even though I know if people comment, then they're going to still see the hashtags and everyone yeah. knows the hashtags are there. So it's not like. I'm like, oh, they won't see them, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I also do the like dot between the paragraphs. Yes. Like sometimes I can do a blank space and it'll work and sometimes it won't. And like, I've done all the tricks and I'm like, I know what I'm doing, but sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, whatever. Moving on to other platforms, which brings you more business because you've done the analysis and, and, and you're a data geek, Facebook or Instagram or YouTube? It's definitely not Facebook. Okay. Um, I I think I get maybe like four clients from Facebook a year, if that. Um, I just, I have a Facebook page, but it's just not where I drive people. Like I said, I, and I'm active, like I'm consistent with posting there, but it's just not something that I focus a lot on my business. Like I'm always telling people like, oh, come follow me on Instagram or yeah. come follow me on YouTube, whatever. Um but I would say it kind of goes back and forth between Instagram and YouTube. I feel like especially just in the last maybe six to eight months, I have been getting more clients from Instagram. Okay. Just because I have been really niching down. And so mm -hmm. that's been really helpful mm -hmm. in getting more followers. And then those followers are more easily turning into clients. Mm -hmm. um, but... I also have a lot of evergreen content on YouTube, as you know. And so a lot of those videos also, they show up in YouTube search, but they also show up on Google search. Mm -hmm. And so um, like that Squarespace podcast video you found mm -hmm. is, I mean, like two or three years old. It is, yes. And, yes. <laughs> and so, and, and no, you didn't hire me. So like you didn't turn into a client, which is fine. Like I still, I put it out there to help people. Yeah. Um, but it still connected us. Yes. And yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's the benefit of YouTube is that like I have I have almost or over 300 videos. And you have. Yes, it's it's a fantastic yes. body of work. Like that's a <laughs> it's lot. A, there's lot a lot to watch. Yes. Um and so I know that like even though every new video I put out may not bring in a new client like this week. Mm -hmm. There's still it's there's a lot of longevity with those that content absolutely and it can bring people in in the future so and I might not have converted into a client but who knows who's listening to this podcast because your web design aesthetic is so good that I think people who are looking for a really simple but really well-functioning website will now come to you because um Ultimately, I think we like to hire people that we know a little bit more about. Mm -hmm. And if you're Absolutely. a complete non-entity, um, then, you know, you could be just anyone who, mm -hmm. who would put those little pixelated eBay adverts. You need to look up YouTube <laughs> um, to see what the Hotmail screen used to look like in 1997. Yes. That, yep. is, that, is an, that was an experience. It was hideous. It was awful. Um, <laughs> so moving on to a uh, couple of the final questions I had, which is how has social media affected you and your business and the way you run it? So this is where we got distracted and ended up chatting about all sorts of things. But then Jess introduced me to a concept called coffee chats, which I had no idea about. So I will let Jess explain this to you. 
and... I haven't come across that at all. Coffee chat. I haven't. Yes. No. Oh, my gosh. I, there are so many, there's little like, uh, Facebook groups that they're not like centered around coffee chats, but the owners will be like, Hey, like here's a, in this thread, you know, post, like if you're open for coffee chats or whatever, and you literally just like, you set up a time for you guys to like hop on Skype and it's just like, a blind date, basically. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, I, have to, I, have to I mean, that. obviously, like, not romantically involved. So oh, absolutely. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like, hey, like, what do you do? And who for? And, uh, you know, like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, I've done coffee chats before. And I mean, honestly, yes, sometimes they're awkward because you're like, cool. Like, <laughs> it, it's better. It always works out better if you guys have something in common. Like, oh, yes. you both love Harry Potter. Or, yes. you know, you both live in LA, whatever it is. Um, oh, but traffic there. Goodness. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, one time I did a coffee chat and like, I kind of felt like it was awkward, but she ended up not immediately, but eventually was hired me for a few things. Then she's referred me. I've referred her. Oh, We've done guest blogs for each other, you know, all this kind of stuff. And again, that's not the intention. It's not like, here, let's have a coffee chat and see how, you know, you can hire me for your business. (laughs) But it's just like, what do we have in common? How can we connect? How can I support you? Like, that's one thing that I've heard, um, like, some of the group administrators talk about is, you know, always, like, end it with how can I support you? Like, maybe that looks like keeping you in mind the next time someone needs a copywriter or, hey, can you share my next podcast? Or if you, like, I have a, you know, big launch coming up, if you would share a graphic, something like that, it could be, doesn't mean like, how can I support you? Oh, you can, you can hire me and pay me like a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. Well, I'm definitely going to be looking into coffee chats because I so far have resisted Facebook Mm. um, just because, so I started uh, on Facebook But then it just went a little bit uh, pear-shaped around five years ago. And that's about the time that Instagram was really kicking off. So so I switched my efforts onto Instagram. So I've I've been resisting Facebook. But uh, as just a trial, I've started Facebook paid ads today just to see how they compare to Google ads on the same ad spend. And it was so interesting to do that uh, for myself because now you can literally target a woman between the age of 25 and 34 who uh-huh. is friends with a man whose birthday is coming up in the next <laughs> seven to 10 days. Yes. It's insane. That's, how, that's how incredible. specific you can get. I it's mean, a little bit creepy, but it's, it is a little bit creepy because so I, so I, I have done Facebook advertising before, um, before I went all organic for about a good few years. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that I know what's happening firsthand. And today was a little bit of an eye opener mm-hmm. that I could literally target a woman living in London, friends <laughs> with a man whose birthday is coming up in the next seven to 10 days. So she will be looking for something to buy. Goodness. OK. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, my final question would be, what would your advice be for a budding businesswoman or a man uh, on using social media, specifically using social media for their business? My best advice is to be consistent in posting. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to post every day because I do not. Um, But just 
consistency, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's like you post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or every other day, whatever, every Tuesday, Thursday, whatever it is. But it doesn't do your business any good if you're like posting once a week or you post twice this week and then you don't post for three weeks and then like, <laughs> like it when, doesn't when work. no, yeah, it doesn't work. And I think it's also, if I could do two pieces of, pieces of advice. Oh, absolutely. Um, don't worry so much about having the perfect feed or having the perfect caption or whatever. Like people just want to know who is behind the brand. Mm-hmm. Like, they and that's one thing that you know people say a lot about me and like I think even you mentioned it is like you're so personable and like approachable and that's very intentional like I don't post every day but I'm very real on my stories Mm -hmm. I'm authentic in my captions I'm not just like spewing out like the latest research and boring people you know I'm I'm trying to connect with them and like something that I've learned this week or something I taught a client this week whatever um it's not just like oh I have to post something so my feed has this specific grid look or you know whatever yeah it's just I want to help I want to connect with someone and that is the strategy behind my social media is just to connect with someone Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Of course. Uh, my first podcast interview. I could I'm not so have honored. Chosen, I, I could not have chosen a better subject. <laughs> I actually wanted to interview someone who has an actual business rather than just a social media presence because there's uh-huh. plenty of them out there, you know, who yes. are simply building social media businesses. And I, I don't know, because it keeps changing. The landscape keeps changing all the time. Yeah. Um, that I think someone with an active business who's using social media so successfully and so brilliantly like you, like this is this was great. So that was my interview with the fantastic Jess Freeman of JessCreatives.com. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you enjoyed listening to someone else's point of view of how they're successfully using social media to promote their business. I'm going to leave links to her website and her social media channels in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to your social media journey. As always, you can find me on social media if you have any comments or questions about your business and its presence on social media. My Instagram is at your social media journey. I deeply appreciate your ratings and kind reviews and DMs. So please keep those coming. I have lots of great episodes lined up for the next few weeks and I'm looking forward to sharing this, especially one I have prepared on how to use stock photography. It's free, it's fantastic, and it saves you a ton of time and money. Until next time, bye for now.